0: <laughs> what you just heard is two full-grown men sword uh, oh my gosh i almost said sword battle <gasps> i want Laser death swords. threats guys uh two grown men lightsaber battling and don't worry i do know the word lightsaber guys like that intro it was created by Ben aka Be Good Man UK found him on Fiverr shout out to Jack Conway for suggesting Fiverr that was super helpful Um, I won't make you listen to the full minute every time I'm just I'm just really happy with it (laughs) Uh, but I'll shorten it for future podcasts Um, yeah so if you're just now joining us I'm Lisa and this is I love that movie so this is not a movie review Um, This is not a critique of movies that we're going to be talking about. It is 100% just movie love. I created this as sort of an answer to all the kind of negativity that we've been hearing out there lately with when it comes to like movie reviews. I think critics totally have their place and I often go to critics for their opinion on movies that I like. What about movies that I love? I already know I love them and I don't need to critique them. I just wanna talk to other people about these movies that they love. I think that movies can be such a personal, deep experience And I just want to talk to people about that. I want to talk about how movies affect their lives, um, how, you know, inspiration that they gain from different movies. Um, Movies played a big part in my life and I want to share that with you guys and I want you to share it with me. So that's what this is about. Um, The format is every week I have a guest. Uh, This week it's Tommy. So without further ado, I'll get into that. Okay, so just wanted to introduce uh, Tommy a little bit to you guys. I've known him for about 15 years, somewhere around there. Uh, I met him because he worked at a comic shop I frequented, and then I wound up working for him there.
1: (laughs) It was good times.
0: Good times, yeah. How long did you manage that comic
1: shop for? Just over a year, I think.
0: Just a year? Man, that's so crazy. I know,
1: it doesn't seem like it was that short a time, but yeah, because no one would really stay there long.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's a comic shop. It's, it's not like, a like you're making experience bank. all the
1: time. Yeah, no no We kidding. had fun. But we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good
0: time. It is kind of crazy that we only worked together for that year and we're still hanging out though. That's pretty shows the quality
1: of yeah. people we are. It,
0: exactly. The kind of people that you hired. Yes. I tried to. <laughs> found too. quality people. Um Oh, yeah.
1: one thing, because I've been thinking about this oh, a lot since your last it. podcast. I, you know, your friend Kara might have been here, but she's not. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you guys haven't listened to the Indiana Jones podcast, it's great. You should go back and listen to it. <laughs> but for you, Kara, how can you take task of Indiana Jones being in a refrigerator and blown around by a nuclear blast, but have no problem with a man pulling someone still beating hard out of their chest... To, lower to Good a fire question.
0: Bit. Good question.
1: Where do you suspend disbelief? That's all I have on that. <laughs> I'll let maybe her for answer the second the one, it
0: should be like. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wanted you to have like one episode mm-hmm. your own, and then we'll, maybe we'll bring her in for yeah, the second one. Yeah, so just one. I'm
1: throwing that out there for her because I know she'll listen. Throwing in. a
0: little shade.
1: That's all. That's all. I like Kara. She's great, but just.
0: But yeah, you, you have a pretty good point though. I yeah, hadn't thought about that.
1: Everyone who's like, I can't buy aliens. I'm like, he
0: puts his hand in his chest, and puts his <laughs> own still beating heart out, and he lives until he hits the fire. It just, <laughs> are you saying that Indiana Jones is not realistic?
1: <laughs> I can just spend disbelief that yeah. movie for all these films easily.
0: That's true. So Tommy, what movie are we talking about today?
1: We are going to do the original Star Wars, also known as Episode Four: New Hope.
0: <laughs> Does that? How do you feel about that title, A New Hope?
1: Do At you like first, it? I didn't like it because um, you know when I was a little kid, it was just Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but once they came out with. Uh, Empire Jedi and the other ones—it just—it needed its own title. Yeah. And I can see that. It grew on me. It grew on you. And now I'm fine with it.
0: Now you're cool with it. Yeah, I just know sometimes people are like not excited about that title. I
1: still call it Star Wars, though. Like I say, Star Wars. I'm referring to A New Hope.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna read the synopsis to you real quick for all of you. All of you out there that are not familiar at all with Star Wars, I'm sure you've never heard of it. So all, I, I'm all just two gonna people, two makes. people. I'm gonna explain it for you.
1: Those <laughs> of you born this week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> here we go. We're not yet. <laughs> so we're not yet. Um, the Imperial forces, under orders from cruel Darth Vader, hold Princess Leia hostage in their efforts to quell the rebellion against the Galactic Empire. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, captain of the Millennium Falcon, work together with companionable droid duo R2D2 and C-3PO to rescue the beautiful princess, help the Rebel Alliance and restore freedom and justice to the galaxy. So Star Wars A New Hope uh, came out in 1977 and was, you know, written, directed by George Lucas. Uh, Lucas thought that the film would flop so he went on vacation and that's when he came up with the idea for Raiders when he was in Hawaii.
1: Yeah, because the film only opened um, in like 30 theaters Mm -hmm. the first week.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know Um, that.
1: It opened on a Wednesday and then a few more theaters on Thursday and a few more on Friday. Oh. Um, And I think, Fox, if you wanted to watch some other movie whose name escapes me that um, was based on a book, you had to put Star Wars in your theater, too.
0: Oh, okay, so they made, it like, a package deal. Yeah. Okay. And like
1: you said, then he comes back from vacation and sees there's lines down the sidewalk to get into the theaters to to see his movie.
0: Wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, I also read that, and I think a lot of people are probably familiar with this fact already, but um, that it was influenced a lot by Flash Gordon and also Hidden Fortress. Yes. And um, I guess more recently had been thinking about the fact, because I'd been re-watching Dune a lot, you know, and you can tell that like Tatooine and like, you know, he yeah. definitely borrowed a lot from that book, um, which was a problem when they made the film Dune. They were like, oh no, this looks like Star Wars, when really it was kind of the other way around a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it looks like it won six Oscars. Did you know that? This yes, first I did.
1: One? <laughs> I, I, you remember I did that? I, Well, I thought it was five or six. I couldn't remember the number. Yeah. I'm just still, even though I was only two at the time, and happened, outraged that it lost Best Picture <laughs> to Annie Hall with all due respect to Woody Allen. But somehow it wasn't Best Picture. All right. <laughs> I know.
0: You sound just like Kara did when we talked about Raiders. It also was nominated for Best Picture but didn't win. And she was like, it should have won.
1: It didn't (laughs) win Best Director, Screenplay, or Movie. It won, like, like, I'm sure, like, Costume, Sound Effects, something of that nature.
0: Yeah, it was Best Visual Effects, Best Music, Best Art Direction, Set Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Sound, and then Best Film Editing. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see that, but, yeah, I understand. I mean...
1: It was the 70s. They couldn't give the Best Picture to a sci-fi movie. I mean, (laughs) it's like, like, not to go off on a tangent, but Dark Knight, I think, should have won an Oscar, and and not yeah. giving to a superhero film
0: yeah but yeah it they
1: whatever I mean, academy they, do your thing
0: yeah <laughs> they kind of always yeah they're they're not keen on giving awards to to science fiction to fantasy or anything like that that's true except for uh
1: return of the king suicide squad no <laughs> <laughs> suicide, squad, yeah, this best suicide squad
0: did win an oscar not best picture but um but well no i'm thinking of a. Uh, Mad Max, Fury Road, oh, yeah. won a bunch of
1: Oscars. I snuck in, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, We're Nick's here, to too. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a professional podcast. <laughs> oh, there's other people here, too. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, okay, so gave you a couple facts. Like I said, I don't want to dive into a million facts. People because oh, be there's like, a ton
1: of them, yeah. People yeah. will be all over the place about... <laughs> Have you heard this? Have you heard that yet?
0: So when did you first see this movie?
1: I actually asked my mother about this today because I was only two when the movie came out, so I didn't see it the first year. Yeah. But the first five years it was out, it was re-released like four times, I think. Yeah. So my earliest recommend, recommendations are I drive through theater and four, drive through theater, excuse me, I'm going to stumble a lot now.
0: <laughs> no worries. Um,
1: and Forest Hill. I remember seeing it there.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, I think it's impossible around the time that it came out to avoid it or not have seen it, yeah. you know? It's like, obviously you would see it, like, at first opportunity, especially as a child. And I, I might
1: have been young enough that I got toys first, then saw the movie instead mm-hmm. of the other way around. Yeah. Um, but somewhere in that that area, of me being three, four, five.
0: Yeah. Okay. I well, don't know when I first saw it. Like, I was trying to think about that all week, but I know... I think that the way that i saw it was like as a some kind of uh marathon on tv you know that my, my dad and his brother used to hang out in the living room all the time and just watch a lot of movies we saw that many times we saw like all the planet of the apes movies so i wasn't as invested growing up because of that because i just kept seeing them in like three or four you know at, at, uh, movies at a time several hours oh I thought, yeah you know I didn't, it kind of ruins the experience a little bit
1: i'm a kid and you know, it was a big deal if you had a VCR, it was a big deal if you had cable, so you yeah. couldn't watch Star Wars whenever you wanted to. It probably yeah. wasn't until I was around 10 or 11 that became an option where I could just pop it in the old VCR.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I will say a little personal story. Uh, when I worked with you at the comic <laughs> shop, um, you really liked to marathon those while we worked. And we used to argue about it because it was like a, I don't know, some kind of rivalry, I guess, between us. Um, you were kind of, not against anime, but like.
1: I, look, let, let, me, let me say this. Yeah. I have come to appreciate anime more now in my later years, but before I hired you, I had this kid who would call in and ask me about the Gundams, and he was like eight. <laughs> and if I didn't know exactly what Gundam was on the wall, he talked to me like I was two, and it really hacked me off to be talked <laughs> down to by this eight-year-old kid. And I could tell you about anything else in the store. That damn anime. Just got on my <laughs> that, that kid did it. Um, but since then, I have a better appreciation of it.
0: Yeah, normally in this section, I talk a little bit about George Lucas, or, you know, but I feel like, you know. I mean, we could talk about that all day, right? Yeah. Um, he didn't know he had kind of a big hit on his hands, as we mentioned earlier when he made this film, but he did. And so uh, we will dive into a little bit about the cast of characters that he had on this particular movie. Um, the first one I want to talk about is Harrison Ford. Uh talked about him a lot obviously in Raiders mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about him probably again next week I plan on doing a Blade Runner episode Excellent. so <laughs> we'll talk about him a lot uh, I read that he turned down the lead in Schindler's List when Steven Spielberg offered it
1: to him I did not know that yeah
0: he, he felt that he didn't want his star power to detract attention away from the, the subject matter of the movie which is kind of understandable I think I said
1: so take a B actor like Liam Neeson and be
0: fine <laughs> <laughs> um he got the role reading uh, lines with other actors in screen tests. I'm sure you've heard that. Really yeah, he before. was a carpenter yeah. on set doing mm-hmm. some
1: work, and uh, George was familiar with him from American Graffiti, which you've talked about yeah. mm-hmm. prior to. So.
0: Yeah, uh, let's see. Neither Indiana Jones or um, Han Solo were offered to him first. So we kind of mentioned uh, just a second ago that you know he, did, he got this from reading screen tests with other actors. It was kind of the same thing for Indiana Jones, um, he was second after Tom Selleck. Tom I think, Selleck he turned he couldn't get out of his magnet
1: BI contract. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's kind <clears> of interesting <throat> that he's so iconic, but that he wasn't even like the first person. We voice. almost had
1: Kurt Russell. He auditioned for Han Solo. Oh, and, really? And if you ever get a chance to go look at listeners out there, um, you can see a lot of deleted scenes and footage where you can see where Cindy Williams and Will Run and Shirley auditioned for Princess Leia. Oh, wow. Um, you see Kurt Russell, and there's somebody else, I want to say. Not Nicolas Cage. Uh, Nick Nolte, I think, uh, auditioned for Han Solo. It's really ah. neat. You can find the screen test out there or oh, okay. on additional things.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I actually could kind of see Kurt Russell. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to anger anyone out there, Kara. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, could see, I could see Kurt Russell doing it. Um, he also appeared in eight films that have been nominated for Best Picture. And those are American Graffiti, The Conversation, A New Hope, Apocalypse Now, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Witness, Working Girl, and The Fugitive.
1: And I don't know if this is accurate still, but I know at one point in time, if you combined all of his movies together, he was the highest grossing No, actor yeah, no, I heard that too, yeah. And then I heard for a while that Sam Jackson had it because he's made every movie that's ever made. Yeah, he um, literally
0: takes every for, role. Any, any movie that
1: he <laughs> thinks sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I heard if you... Put Harrison Ford's deleted scene back into ET because he was a teacher that oh, got yeah. deleted out of it. Then he is back on top. So I don't know. So
0: um, the next person that I want to talk about is Mark Hamill. Um, let's see. Uh, I read today, I mean, there's so much you could say about Mark Hamill. Like, he's one of those actors I feel like. I know him or something.
1: Do you yeah. feel that way? He like, feels very personable. Yeah,
0: just from all his interviews and just, he's just so down to earth. And one of the things I learned today from watching his interviews, he said that the car accident that you always read about, mm-hmm. um, he said, it's really blown out of proportion. He mainly just broke his nose.
1: Yeah. As a younger person, I heard that too. That like they yeah. had to write in the Wampus scene in Empire, not to jump ahead to Empire. Yeah. Because he got in that car accident after making that Corvette Summer movie or whatever. Yeah. Did, which is the only other movie I've ever known him to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Outside of a comic book one. But, um, yeah, I've heard that in later years that he's like, no, nah, that's not really that big of a deal. The Wampus scene was in there. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he and, just broke his nose. And...
0: But he does look different. I mean, I think that that's why there's that rumor. Yeah, because I he, think he if you break your different. nose, you're going to look yeah, a little different. True.
1: I wonder if a New Hope, he had still, like, baby face. And Maybe, then by yeah. the time Empire came around, he's, like, an adult now. I mean, yeah, yeah it's that possible, could too. Because I think too. he was, what, eighteen, nineteen. So I could conceivably see that. But, yeah, you can definitely tell, especially looking from A New Hope to Jedi, even though it's only a six-year period, yeah. how much older he looks.
0: Uh, yeah, he's probably just at that age. But what a terrible rumor because, I mean, w- imagine reading that about you, like if you hurt your, like, you broke your nose and people are like, then Tommy was disfigured after
1: he broke it, nose. I know, you know, it's like, so It happens so cruel. at a time when there's no internet, no social media. Yeah, you, you can't have to explain open, someone it. Someone asks you to try to explain <laughs> it and maybe someone reads that magazine, but.
0: <laughs> you're like, do you have a question about this, this can I explain hair? this to you? Um, he. This is not going to be a surprise to any of our listeners. Again, there's nothing that I could say about any of these actors that's new for anybody, but um, he's obviously a really big comic book fan. And another thing I love him for is the Joker. Of
1: course. He's, he's great as the Joker. Because um, I feel like as a kid, he got swallowed up by his fame as being Luke Skywalker. Harrison Ford got to go on to Indiana Jones and other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. He got you know, really typecast for some he got, reason. <laughs> Yeah, he,
1: he just—he was Luke Skywalker, and every person who saw him saw Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And he never really got a chance, I don't think, to grow as an actor beyond that. That's why he became such a great voice actor.
0: Yeah, and he is. He's hes very, very talented at voice acting. I mean, it, I think he, he really stands out. And I was reading today that he's uh, portrayed the Joker more times than any other actor. Because it's been, you know, predominantly voice acting. But... And,
1: to me, when someone says the Joker, he's the first person I think of.
0: Yeah. When, I think of Mark Hamill. Exactly. Like, we, um, when we went to Fan Expo, you know, we met Kevin Conroy, the, the voice of Batman from the animated series, and I told him, when I read the comics, you're who I hear.
1: Yeah, me too. I hear
0: you in my head. And same thing with Mark Hamill. I think he's the closest, like, true portrayal to what the comic character is. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much all I have. Because I think, like you said, he doesn't have a long career in movies, so there's not a ton to to discuss but
1: he t- I, I couldn't imagine anyone else like i've always said if you ever try to remake these films you better do it after i'm dead because <laughs> i'm not gonna allow it to happen because <laughs> in my mind there's not going to be anyone else to ever be luke skywalker other than yeah mark m
0: i can see that um yeah i he he when he was at fan expo um he took all these pictures with people we couldn't afford it it was like five hundred dollars to like oh, have a picture gosh. with him but which is kind of understandable. I don't think he ever does these conventions. No, that's
1: the first time I've ever seen him at one. And I, I thought about it, but yeah. a car issue, so they want my money. But yeah. um, if he ever comes back, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find a way to go do it because, I mean, it's Luke Skywalker.
0: Okay, so my challenge will be to get through this next part without crying. Um, Me
1: too. <laughs> we're going to, yeah. This, this is honestly, um, outside of Obi-Wan Kenobi, this is probably my favorite Star Wars character.
0: Oh, that's is awesome. Um,
1: yeah. Princess Leia is just as equally important as Luke and Han. Yeah, Without question, she is. And, you know, she's a leader, and people look to her for stuff, and she takes charge. And so for me, as a very young kid, that's just how I looked at women going forward, which I think I'm very lucky, you know, that my perception is women and men are always equal because that's my favorite movie of all time taught me that that's what it is.
0: So Carrie Fisher... The other movie that I think of her the most from is Blues Brothers, which is another favorite movie of all time for me, actually.
1: <laughs> I loved seeing her and other stuff. Um, it was a big deal as a kid. Uh, she guest starred on an episode of Laverne and Shirley. Oh, really? Uh, where Laverne tried to get a job in the Playboy uh, Bunny Club in Chicago, whatever, and Carrie Fisher was the other person trying to get the job.
0: Oh, how funny. And I had
1: Hugh Hefner, and I didn't know what Playboy was back then. I was six or seven years old when that yeah. came out. I mean, I had ideas. The magazine you're not supposed to look at. But just Carrie Fisher on TV was awesome. Yeah. Because I loved Carrie Fisher. And then, you know, she's in, uh, with Tom Hanks in, of course, The Burbs.
0: I was Uh, going to say The Burbs. uh, I love that movie, I believe she's
1: also in The Man with One Red Shoe, which is an underrated Tom Hanks film. that We can do another time. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher was great. And then you find out that she's a script doctor, and she does all the other stuff, and she's hilarious. Uh, And just, as I got older, and Carrie Fisher got older with me, I just appreciated her more and more and more and more. I'm not gonna lie. I came home that day and went to my room before I went to bed. I openly wept when Carrie Fisher died. Yeah, I know. I totally
0: relate to that. I mean, I laugh
1: at me if you want. I don't care, internet. (laughs) Um...
0: I don't think the internet's laughing at you. I saw nothing but people posting tributes and how much she meant, how much she meant to them. Because, like you're saying, I think she was bigger than just an an actress. She was also, you know, kind of an activist. She was really open about. you know, her uh, struggles with mental illness. I think that was really cool for her to come forward and say that, you know, she was bipolar and she talked a lot about her addiction. She was just really raw and human. And I think that added so much to her personality. Like it really came through in all her performances, I thought.
1: I thought so too. And that's what I really loved about her too, is like you said, she came forward on a lot of that stuff. So a lot of people saw, hey, look, you know, I'm having a rough day and Princess Leia does too, you know? Yeah. So it made her even more relatable as a character and an actress and human being and it's so she gone cry. <laughs> yeah sorry i'm mean, gonna tear up it just it's uh, gone because she was hilarious i love yeah watching anything with her talk about um, i don't know if you've only book of hers i read was wishful drinking and it's oh i
0: yeah i was fantastic. reading about that
1: yeah it's it's just great so yeah
0: i think that's really cool when people are open and honest about you know like i said addiction or mental illness because it's so highly you know stigmatized in our society and it's I mean these are just regular people with real problems and real struggles and everybody has those so to to, to demonize people the way that we do I think is wrong and so when someone's brave enough to and they know they're gonna get you know a lot of criticism and she did and she just kind of held her head high through all that Um, the most recent thing I can think of that I saw her in I just kind of rediscovered my appreciation, I guess, for her was watching 30 Rock. 30 Did Rock. you ever watch? Yes, where she's
1: <laughs> the person that Liz is afraid she's going to turn into. Yes. Yeah, oh,
0: I love that episode so much. <laughs> I love the part where they're walking down the street and <laughs> Liz goes, does that guy have a gun? She goes, yeah, but don't worry, he's not a cop.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> just she's, so funny. She's yeah. a thermos full of wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: she's just so good. Yeah, if
1: you ever get a chance to watch any interviews, especially the AFI Salute to George Lucas where she comes out there, and goes on about no underwear in space, and, Oh
0: yes, and yes, I think yes. the,
1: the tribute they released on Celebration even had the, the famous last line is, I hope I slept with you to get the job, and if I didn't, who the hell was that guy, you know? <laughs> she <laughs> so was just funny. hilarious. And
0: Yeah, you know, I was thinking today about what you're saying about those three characters being on equal footing, and I was like, yeah, you know, they don't, they never really, even though Luke Skywalker, I mean, he's Luke Skywalker, but... They never outshine each other. It's like they all on purpose sort of just complement each other and they're equally important. I think that's pretty rare. There's not a lot of movies or franchises like that, right? I mean, even like, I guess like Lord of the Rings um, has a million characters, but I still kind of think of Frodo as the, yeah, Yeah, they're the central or like, you know, Harry Potter. Obviously it's, it's Harry Potter. So when you think of these movies that have these long histories like that, I think Star Wars is unique in making... All three characters equally important. I haven't really seen that a lot.
1: Yeah, it is for me. I, I can't think of another example of it. Where, yeah, where all three, you know like I said, even with Harry Potter, of course Harry's the more important one. Yeah, but some decide in Lord of the Rings, and um, you know, I can't really find another one. Yeah, to compare it to.
0: What are What are some of your favorite scenes from this movie?
1: You know, I was thinking about that late into this. Um, <laughs> the whole movie, the whole, yeah. the whole movie, start
0: to finish, we're done.
1: <laughs> well, I think the biggest one for me, from my memory, is the very first time you see Vader, because the movie's just started, yeah, and you haven't seen any of the good guys yet, just R two and three PO. And I want to add to rewatching this movie again. Ripio's a dick in this movie. I just want to point yes, that out to you. he, he is. an ass. <laughs> he's
0: um, obnoxious. But
1: that's all right. That's okay. Um, still love him. But that first scene where Vader comes through, and now all of a sudden you have all these white stormtroopers, and here's this big black dude in this giant helmet, and he's breathing hard for some reason, and he just, everyone snaps to attention, and he walks down the corridor, and then you come back to him a few minutes later, and he's got a dude up in the air, you know, demanding where things are, and throws him against the wall. I mean, right from the start, you know. Vader is this awesome character, and that's that first scene on the the ship of Leia's with yeah. Vader. Yeah, really that's pretty sticks cool. Sticks out to me. Oh yeah. That and um, when he confronts her, says take her away. The admiral, whoever next to her, starts talking down to Vader. Holding her is dangerous, you know. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh, man, you got some balls, dude. Yeah. You're talking <laughs> down to the Dark Lord of the Sith, who. Snaps next left and right but <laughs> that dude i don't know what he had on him or whatever but he seemed to have a special pass to <laughs> speak to vader however you liked so that guy always sticks to me too
0: yeah
1: um and what i like about a new hope compared to the other movies it doesn't end on a lightsaber battle it huh, ends yeah. with the space dog fight you know mm-hmm. and it's you know people don't like the special edition but i like the fact that it enhanced that whole dog fight scene and the whole space battle
0: so is this is this Star Wars movie your favorite out of the three? Original? Uh, no,
1: I'm, I mean I'm like most people. It's the Empire. Yeah,
0: I think um, that's everybody.
1: It's the <laughs> Empire. <It's always laughs> Empire. I mean, yeah. you, you can't top on your father. Just number two for me. Behind, number two. Behind okay. Behind it, I, I can watch it pretty religiously because it's it's not really all about the Jedi and the Force, and yeah. it's just more about the struggle and the rebellion and establishing the universe. Yeah. And then you expand on from there too to the principles of the story.
0: Uh, I think what I really respect about this one in terms of the the trilogy is I, I love the way that George Lucas set up this world without like, you know, spoon feeding every single detail. He just showed it to us and you feel like you're just like in it. He's not having to go, Hi, I'm Luke. I'm a farmer. You know, like, there are some movies where it's a setup, and the whole first movie feels like a setup, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess more fun stuff will happen in the other movies. You know, but, I mean, they didn't know for sure, I guess, that they were going to make the other yeah, films. I don't it was even a gamble. Think
1: you, I don't even think you hear Vader's name said until he's back on the Death Star.
0: Yeah. They just kind of introduce him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe I'm missing that. Maybe they say Lord Vader on this ship. But, oh, um, someone's
0: gonna yeah, come after someone's you. gonna come after me now. <laughs> I'm no true fan. He said he was a real fan, but he didn't know <laughs> this I don't know and when this. When they
1: say it, but I know they say Lord Vader a lot. Yeah, and when they like, don't Tar- say Target Darth Marvel. Vader until yeah. oh. the end. Is that yeah.
0: because he got his name later? Or, or the, the Darth part? Well, the Darth Man, part- I sound dumb. Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the right. Darth part got in episode three before oh, he put okay, the suit okay. on. So yeah. He was Darth Vader before oh, he got the suit. Okay. That was okay. his uh, Sith name. His Sith name. But
0: gotcha, okay.
1: Like Luke, you know, he doesn't walk up and say, like, a lot, like you said, a lot of movies, the character introduces himself to you. Yeah. And I was thinking about that watching it the other day. Uh, you know, Luke doesn't come up and say, Hi, I'm Luke Skywalker. He's coming out of the little... Ground hut in, in, in poor, poor Antebroos like Luke, and that's how you find his name. Yeah, you know it's very you know
0: natural. flows well, natural mm-hmm.
1: in music, very organic. Um, same thing with like Three P on 2 you know. You, yeah, you, later on in the movie, you find their names and stuff.
0: They just treat them like their normal parts of their everyday life and um yeah they don't they don't spend it doesn't feel like an origin story you know a yeah. lot of people these days complain that like a lot of newer movies like even a lot of the comic book movies
1: especially the comic book yeah
0: movies. it they overdo the origin part where you're spending the whole movie going okay i get it they grew up in kansas and then this happened it's like you're like i'm ready for going to get start. your parents <laughs> <today>. yeah um. <laughs> you're ready for the movie to begin but in star wars i feel like the movie begins right away Yeah, and i think now a lot of times with these big franchises, they know that they're going to get to make all these movies, and that's why they have that freedom to to make a whole movie that's just set up. But it's not really that entertaining to watch. And so I prefer movies like Star Wars. Which Lucas thought yeah. would be a
1: standalone, like we discussed. Yeah, you know, He didn't think he'd make it any money. It could have been. Yeah, I mean, he, he thought it was going to flop. I think people probably heard the tale, too, where he and spielberg were making close encounters in star wars and the, uh, they each thought the other one's movie was going to be the big hit so they traded like two percent of the profits of the movie yeah and spielberg's like okay if star wars makes more money i get two percent and if close Encounters makes more money you get two percent and from my understanding steven spielberg today still gets two percent of star wars royalties because nice. of, of the bet <laughs> he made with lucas wow and he was like the only person who really told him yeah I guess the first screening, he didn't have the special effects of the uh, X-lings together, mm-hmm. so he used old World War Two movie footage.
0: Oh, really? So
1: people were like,
0: uh,
1: you know, okay, but it's <laughs> like, no, you've got something.
0: So for me, you know, when I grew up, there wasn't a before Star Wars, you know, so for me it's like, it just feels like part of history, like, yeah. <laughs> like legitimately. Um, I think it's impressive the way these movies look after all this time, too. Like, I don't feel like, this is a movie I feel like you can show to kids right now, and they're like, I love it, I'm into it. Like, there are some movies that don't age that way. Like, one that really surprised me was one of my close friends showed uh, his little sisters Back to the Future, and they watched the whole movie, and he's like, what'd you think? And they were like, it was all right. It was a bad old movie. And he was like, are you kidding? This movie is amazing. You know, like, if I watched it right now, I would still think that. But, and I want to do an episode on that. <laughs> but Star Wars, I think the choice in the set design and their costumes is what keeps it so incredibly The, the um,
1: People talk about the used universe. Yeah. Because all science fiction before that, it seemed like Brand everything's new. bright, shiny, new. This is all worn down and scuffed up and yeah. you know, old and falling apart. And I think that's what makes the movie last the way it does. Yeah.
0: Star Wars feels like a real universe out there somewhere. Like if you told me that i yeah. would believe it or i'd want to And that's how I felt too. <laughs> yeah
1: i felt that this was somehow believable that this yeah. could have happened a long time ago in a galaxy far far away because
0: yeah i think that sensitive. choice to say it was a long time ago was really cool too yeah
1: very very clever
0: yeah so tommy what would um what keeps you coming back to these movies like why do you think you've seen them so much since your childhood into your adulthood you know
1: um, it is to affect the nostalgia stuff um I'm a lucky guy. I had a real good childhood, you know. We didn't have a lot, you know. I didn't know we didn't have a lot talking to an adult. um, But I always had some Star Wars at Christmas, you know. I had those (laughs) toys, I had those movies, I had those comics. And, you know, for me, that's a very, very fond memory. Yeah. So as I became an adult, even though we got some more expanded universe stuff and more stuff to see, and then eventually the prequels, Star Wars is my first real passion, you know, as a little kid. It's the first thing that. This was awesome. This is what I, I love, I crave. You know, before I got into sports, before I got into anything else, except maybe Scooby-Doo, but we'll get on that another time. Um, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Nick loves
1: Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, Star Wars was just it, you know. I mean, that's what we all talked about, that's what we all played with. You know, that's it's just, it was the first big thing in my life. And, yeah. again, you know, I didn't realize we didn't have a lot, so that's just all I had you yeah. know, was that. So looking back now, I, I really enjoyed growing up. I had a good time growing up. And Star Wars was a big part of it. Yeah. And, you know, as I got older, I just kind of kept it with me, you know? Especially yeah. now. I think I'm worse now in my <laughs> 40s than I ever was as a little kid. Like, I'm wearing, you know, Star Wars house shoes right now. Oh. I've got my Darth Vader ankle socks on. And if you could see the wall, I've got the original three posters on the wall. And I just. Yeah. It's just fun. It's I nostalgic get it. and it, it makes me feel a little more youthful than I am. And. Um, it's still just fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get excited. Like watching the last judge trailer today, I got excited. You yeah, know? me too. I love going to the theater, and, and I'm almost a little disappointed now that we don't have to go stand in line anymore.
0: Yeah. Because I, I kind of that. liked
1: standing in line for the prequels and yeah. talking to other people, and that part of the experience is kind of gone. You know, That's now true. we can just kind of get in the theater. Like, we were in line for an Force Awakens for like 20 minutes. I was in the theater.
0: <laughs> You're like, well, I already have a seat. Uh, yeah, so. yeah.
1: So. But, yeah. um, so it's just the experience and the whole thing. I keep coming back to, the, especially the original one here, because mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. Yeah. And I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen it, but I probably watch this movie at least three times a year.
0: Really? If yeah. not more. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, um, like I said, I think, uh, for me, well, I mean, I'm wearing a Star, Star Wars shirt right now. And so is my nice, husband. I like, I like it. it. Yeah.
1: Thank I you. I got the ad ad on.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I guess I kind of became a fan later. I didn't, it wasn't a part of my childhood the same way. Um, as an adult, I like them a lot more. I actually like them more now than I ever did when I was younger. So, um, I don't know how many times we've seen it. We've seen it several times and I don't, I don't know what keeps me coming back to them necessarily, I guess, I mean, they're just, like you said, they're fun to watch. I mean, and you and they have rewatch value. There are some movies that are like tough to sit through a second, third, or fourth. But this one, it's like I feel like you could put it on right now and we'd enjoy it. Yeah. You know, um, what what do you say to someone that's okay, guys? This is the dumbest question I've ever asked <laughs> because literally no one has not seen this. But um, pretend that we live in a world where someone has not seen Star Wars yet. You know, what, what do you? How do you describe that? You if know, it's, without all that baggage of
1: it's hard. I mean, usually if I meet someone, I'm like, "Why not?" That's my question. Like, yeah. What's wrong? You, with what's you? wrong with you? You know, I had a friend one time. She's like, "I've never seen Star Wars." Blah 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 blah. And she had all these troubles in life. I'm like, "Problem in your life is you've never seen Star Wars." <laughs> that was the thing. And then she everything. ended up marrying a guy who was a giant Star Wars nerd. And then he, she dated him. She saw the movies. Her life got good. Had kids. Married. House. Everything. I'm like, "Look, See? all your dreams came through after mortgage. you saw Star Wars." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I don't, I don't know if to tell somebody because I, this sounds corny, but I was lucky to be born when I was born because yeah. I was a little kid when Star Wars came out. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain um, magic to movies yeah. that you can't watch when you're older mm-hmm. um, and still get. I, I, another movie I'd love to do sometime, A Princess Bride. I can mm-hmm. tell someone how great A Princess Bride is, but if you weren't around 10 to 17 when you saw it for the first time, it's not there. Yeah. You know, I get people now who are, my friends who are like in their 20s and, oh, you got to watch *The Princess Bride and it's just, it's not there for them. Yeah. So, I, I think it's more difficult for a person who's older because mm-hmm. you can't capture that magic, that one with your imagination as a kid. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would tell everyone, I think you should see it at least once. It's one of those films like a pulp fiction or something like that everyone should see once, whether you like it or not.
0: Right. Yeah. You know,
1: you just need to see this movie for the pop culture references. The, you know the Yeah what it is. You're
0: missing out if You're you don't You're missing out see if it. you don't
1: see it. Even if you yeah. don't like the movie, see it once.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with and you. And that's
1: how I probably treat it to an adult. Whereas it's a little kid, I'm like, look, I'm about to change your life, kid, all right? <laughs> we're, yeah. we're gonna watch Wars. I mean, yeah, a kid will automatically yeah, like and this. <laughs> boom, you know. And it's just it's just the way it is and Yeah. Like my godson, I introduced him to them when he was about five or six and he's 15 now, and I asked him last year, I was like, well, you know, Rogue One's coming out, are you too old for that to be cool? And he's like, no way, dude, stars, Star Wars, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's and, nev- you're never too old. Yeah. And
1: it's just, yeah, like I said, for me, there's an attachment, so it's hard to explain that to people who've never had it, and it expands, like you said, beyond the film. So yeah, that's how I would pitch it I to somebody. I think that's a good answer, is, yeah. Is, is, it's something you should see at least once. If you love movies, watch them once. If you don't like them, it's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but as a kid, I think... If you're a parent and you love movies and you have a kid, when they hit five or six, you need to... And you can
0: always enjoy it, just like when, yeah. when you played it at the comic shop, because everyone knows what it is, everyone can enjoy it, you know, you don't have to censor anything out of nope. it or anything. Yeah. You can just play it and everyone can appreciate it. I mean, yep. that, that right there is a value, the fact that uh, families can watch it together. I agree. Well, Tommy, I do, I I want to dive more into it, so we need to do another one. We're we can not do under, a part
1: two sometime. Yeah, I'm should, totally down for that, and I'm down for the other films and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I would
0: love to do that because that's that's kind of what I want to have on this podcast is have somebody like you that has a deep connection to films. You know, because I agree, uh, films, a lot of times people say, like, it's just a movie or it's just a TV show, but it isn't. I mean, yeah. that's, that can't be true. Yeah, no, Star Wars would not have the impact have the, that, that it, it does. Yeah. It,
1: it does. It affects people and it becomes a part of your culture and your life like yeah. for me it's just part of me growing up and it yeah. makes me think of of not a happier time because life's great now too but yeah. i had a great childhood and, and star wars is a big part of it yeah and if there were things in my childhood that weren't any good i didn't notice them partially because i had star wars you know <laughs> so that's great <laughs> i mean you just get attached to it and i love being able to share it with my, my god kids when they were kids yeah. and, and get that feeling of sharing it with the next generation of people and I know people bag on *A Force Awakens* for being too much like *A New Hope*, but I think they missed the point. And yeah, can, I we can, agree we can with discuss you. That I would one love other time. to discuss yeah. that because I
0: have a lot of thoughts on that. Too. <laughs> thank you so much for uh, for joining us, and uh, hopefully, maybe the second episode will have Kara in here, and you guys can kind of duke it out because <laughs> I really want to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I wanted to make a couple quick announcements. Number one, I created a Facebook group called I Love That Movie, just like the podcast. Uh, It does have to do with the podcast, but it's mostly just a safe space to discuss movies that you love. So it's judgment-free, nobody's going, I hate that movie, it sucks, it's just... Everybody talking about the stuff that they love, their favorite directors, their favorite movies, their favorite films that bombed at the box office, but they still love them, and it's it's going so well. Uh, we want to have like events and start like seeing movies together and just. I love it it's it's a one place to have all these movie discussions that I've always wanted to have so if you want to be a part of that just reach out and I will add you to the group Uh, number two I'm having a logo created so once that's done I will let you guys know and add that as well and lastly uh, if you guys could subscribe to us and leave a review. If you subscribe, it helps other people find this podcast. And also if if you review us and leave a positive review, you will be automatically entered to win a free gift card. And who doesn't love free gift cards to see movies? I assume you love movies because you're listening to this podcast. So yeah, thanks guys and see you next time.